This is SIFTA. Hi, I'm Kyle Paletto. Welcome to Walkthrough, SIFTA's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, a huge feature of the Halo games is cancelled, details unveiled for the next Assassin's Creed, an indie dev goes hunting for scammers and more. Let's go. Articles to read, podcasts to listen to, and videos to watch on sifter.com.au. Well, they promised they'd bring it back, but it seems split-screen co-op in the Halo games is officially dead. 343 Industries, the developer of Halo Infinite, have just scrubbed the feature off their updated roadmap, and they've pushed back their next multiplayer season to next year as well. Here is Joseph Stadden and Sean Barron from 343 explaining why split-screen co-op is gone and what is coming out on the 8th of November in the next update. We have had to make the difficult decision not to ship campaign split-screen co-op and take the resources that we would use on that and go after this list. Um, so it's going to include the uh, Forge beta, uh, network campaign co-op. Co-op is super fun, jumping in with four of your friends, three of your friends, and playing around in the open world and all through the missions. It's, it's just a lot, a lot of fun. So we're super excited for that to come out. And campaign replay, uh, and then a whole bunch of uh, gameplay stuff and battle pass stuff and customization content uh, and match XP. And oh. new achievements for campaign. Co-op is such a core feature of the Halo games. It's good that online players will still be able to team up, but obviously that's never going to be the same as sitting on the same couch with your friends squinting at a tiny half of the screen. Whether or not the multiplayer momentum can be kept on the competitive side of the game remains to be seen as well. I can't imagine that delaying the next season by a couple of months was an easy decision for the developers. You can find out more details in the show notes. This news was leakier than a Templar that had a close encounter with a hidden blade, but the next Assassin's Creed game has been officially confirmed by Ubisoft, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Starring fan favourite Bar Sim, this game will be set around Baghdad, and it's rumoured that a lot of the RPG features that have made their way into recent games like AC Valhalla will be paired back. We've just hit the 15th anniversary of the Assassin's Creed series, and Ubisoft is planning to hold a special event next week, which will drop a bit more detail on what to expect. I can tell you one thing that's for sure, this game is bound to have a lot of conveniently placed haystacks. Logitech and Tencent's cloud-based gaming handheld has leaked and it looks a lot like a Switch. The images were shared by Evan Blass on Twitter and just like that got hit with a DMCA takedown by Logitech. So that confirms that we're probably looking at something real. Big old Google Play icon on the screen as well as Xbox and Steam icons. So this could be a pretty neat all-in-one. Whether or not this is just an elaborate mock-up is yet to be seen, but I know Sifter EP Gianni is warming up the credit card as we speak. You can check out the leaked images linked in the show notes. One indie developer has taken the fight to online scammers who pinched keys for resales and has uncovered some pretty dodgy behaviour. Fabrice Breton of Cowcat, the developer behind Brock the Investigator, a point-and-click beat-em-up game, sent out prologue keys instead of full keys to suspicious Steam curators. The trap was set because legit reviewers would come back to Breton and see what was up, but the key resellers would stick the codes up on resale sites and then get their own negative feedback. Breton uncovered a huge ring of scammers who gave negative feedback on Brock on Steam, and literally only Brock copped a bad review, so it's fair to say it worked. We've linked the story in the show notes. It's a very interesting read. Everyone is getting bored up left, right, and center, so let's wrap up all the acquisition news for you quickly. Quantic Dream, the French studio behind Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human, has been purchased by the Chinese mega media company NetEase. 
Quantic Dream co-founder David Cage said that while the company had a new owner, he didn't expect NetEase to come in and change things and that they only acquire companies that are working well. Kato Kawa, the parent company of From Software, announced this week they've agreed to sell off a bunch of stock in the company, with 16% going to Tencent subsidiary Sixjoy and 14% to Sony. Kato Kawa, who owns the remaining 70%, say the extra funds will be used to invest further in its IPs and expand the publishing side of the company. And finally, as competition bodies around the world prod and poke Microsoft's deal to buy Activision Blizzard, we got a guarantee that Call of Duty and other titles won't become Xbox exclusives, but they probably will come to Game Pass on day one. Phil Spencer, CEO of Microsoft Gaming, said that future Call of Duty titles would remain cross-platform and would be available on the PlayStation on the same day it launches everywhere else. We also learned that Activision Blizzard's upcoming games Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 will likely be Game Pass Day 1 titles as well. The UK's Competition and Markets Authority announced it would be digging deeper into the Microsoft Activision merger over concerns of a growing monopoly on the industry. I think it's good that the authorities all around are taking their time with this one. We're rapidly getting to a point where almost all the AAA games are owned by a handful of companies. Also, it's always great to get a peek behind the curtain of these massive companies to cut through the spin. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. That's it for news. Get ready because there are a stack of interesting games out this week. Temtem, the Pokemon-style MMO, is out of beta and releasing in full on the 6th. If you're a fan of Pokemon but want to try something a little different, try it out on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch this Tuesday. Circus Electric by Zen Studios is a story-driven RPG with management and tactical elements that tasks players with saving London from killers using a team of circus performers. It's out on all platforms on the 6th. And rounding out the Tuesday releases is Disney Dreamlight Valley. Picture The Sims, but instead of trying to marry or murder the gibberish-speaking neighbours, you're cooking ratatouille with Remy and gardening with Wally. It'll be available on all platforms on the 6th. If you've ever wondered what it would be like to watch Godzilla and Mothra fall in love, you're in luck because Kaiju, the kaiju dating sim, is releasing this week. It's a classic 2D dating sim where you play as Gigachu, a big old monster looking for love. Pick it up on all platforms on the 7th. Justice Sucks Tactical Vacuum Action asks and then answers the question, what if your robot vacuum wanted to murder people? It's a top-down stealth action game with some very silly and over-the-top gameplay. It's made by those mad lads at Melbourne's Samurai Punk, and you can pick it up on everything on Thursday the 8th. Steel Rising is a Bloodborne-inspired game set in an alternate history version of the French Revolution, but with robots. Some people say they've lifted the From Software formula entirely, but early reviews are indicating it's worth checking out if you're a fan of the genre. It's out on PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X and S on the 8th. And finally, we have the highly anticipated Splatoon 3, Nintendo's team-based streetwear simulator with a side of third-person shooter. Grab it on the Switch this Friday. Gaming news from Sifter each week on Walkthrough. This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Kyle Paletto. Thank you so much for listening. Sifter is produced by Nicholas Kennedy, myself, Fiona Bartholomeus, Daniel Ang, and Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is senior producer, and Gianni DiGiovanni is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the Walkthrough theme tune, and thanks to both Audio Technica Australia and Omni Studios for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. 
Sifter is a listener-supported podcast network. You can support our independent gaming journalism at sifter.com.au slash support. Give us a rating or review or share our show with your mates. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. <laughs>